0: This is Tim Staten with Tim Stating the Obvious. What is this podcast about? It's simple. You are entitled to great leadership everywhere you go, whether it's to church, whether it's to work, whether it's at your house, you are entitled to great leadership. And so in this podcast, we take leadership principles and theories and turn them into everyday relatable and usable advice. Welcome back to Tim Day in the Obvious. It's been a couple weeks since the last one. Work has been busy, then the coronavirus snuck up on us, and so here we are. Today I've had some time to record what I've been writing down in my journals and what I've been thinking about for future podcast episodes. Believe it or not, we are approaching our first year of doing this show together. It's hard for me to believe that it's almost been a year, but here we are. We're approaching one year, so in April, we will hit the one-year mark, and I'm super excited about that. In this episode, we're going to talk about setting the optimal workplace environment for employees to thrive and become productive. Let's take a break from the topic and make a couple of announcements. If you're a long-time listener, you know what I'm going to say. First... Thank you to those of you who have decided to check out this podcast. If you haven't subscribed to our show, please do so. It only takes a couple of seconds. In fact, you could do it right now while you're listening. If you're listening to this on YouTube, please hit the subscribe button and ding the bell so you won't miss out any new episodes when they come out. If you comment on either iTunes, YouTube, or Podbean, we will read that uh, comment on the next show and say thank you for engaging with us because that's what the show is about, creating an engaging audience. And lastly, before we move on with the show, please share this episode with one or two other people who you think might like it. Your contribution in sharing this show with someone else is something that I cannot thank you enough for doing. So thank you for sharing this with one or two other people. So we're going to start off with reading a small parable or a story. So a farmer went out to plant some seeds. As he scattered them across his field, some of the seeds fell on a footpath, and the birds came and ate them. Other seeds fell on shallow soil with underlying rock, and the seeds sprouted quickly, but because the soil was shallow, the plants soon withered under the hot sun, and since they didn't have deep roots, they died. Other seeds fell among thorns that grew up and choked out the tender plants. Still, other seeds fell on fertile soil, and they produced a crop that was 30, 60, even 100 times as much that had been planted. Some of you may be familiar with this story, but I'm going to take a different approach to it. You see, the seeds are the people that you work with, and the different soils are the environment in which you help create. After all, you place them in the positions that they're in, and they work for in their work environments, much like the farmer puts plants you know, the seeds out in the field. So let's take a look at the different environments and talk about them for a bit. The first one is the footpath worker. This is the worker that you put out in the workplace with no guidance, no direction, no anything really other than, here you go, hope you have a good time, and I hope you're productive, right? That worker is usually unhappy, gets disgruntled, and often feels left out, and they quit the job early on. They don't stick around, because why would they? They don't feel like they're getting what they need, and you're definitely not giving them what they need. You can't count on them and eventually they will quit. Then you have the shallow soil worker. This is the worker that goes to the orientation training and then tried their best, but doesn't get the leadership they need. They show promise, but often won't go the distance because the real roots to put down in the company aren't there for them to thrive. They don't know the right way to navigate through the company. And because they don't know this, they don't thrive and they just weather off and they either find other places to work or you end up having to let them go because you're not they're not producing at the level of which you think that they should be producing right then the third worker is called the thorny worker the worker who's you know in the hostile work environment this is the worker that gets everything that they need however the office or the workplace environment is so hostile and the employee will then regress and they don't produce either out of lack of fear or over time they just don't care because they feel like no matter what they do it's not going to get any better what they're producing isn't going to get any better and they're not getting the right feedback in order to do better so they got Firmly rooted in the company, they understand how to navigate through the company, but they're not producing anything because the environment is so hostile. They just can't get anything done. Now, the last one is the fertile soil worker. This is the worker that gets everything that they need in terms of leadership and workplace development. It has a positive work environment for them to grow and be successful. So when you give them the right tools, the right training, the right equipment, the right environment, and their needs are met, they're going to be more productive and they're going to produce higher quality of work while they're in the workplace. Now, it may sound, you know, counterproductive because you're like, well, some people need a really um, competitive work environment. So you got to make it more tense. Well, that, that's maybe what they need. But what they need, it's what they need, though. Not everybody needs that. And we're going to talk about that here in a minute. So if you're a leader of a team and you can control a lot about your workplace environment, in fact, even at the lowest levels, which I think is the most crucial, setting the right tone for people to be successful in a positive work environment is vital to what you do as a leader. I'm not saying that there isn't going to be conflict. A Healthy conflict is going to exist. And also, since we're using the analogy of a farmer in a garden, everyone knows that gardens need to be weeded out sometimes, right? So you look at your garden you see some weeds coming in and you pluck them out because you don't want those weeds taking the right nutrients and from your, your plants that you've got there, right? So you pluck out the weeds. Unfortunately, that means some weeds may be people, and you just have to fire and let some people go because they're not productive and healthy for the rest of the team. But you also have to make sure that you aren't one of the weeds as a leader. You got to make sure you're not the one depriving everybody of what they need and interfering in the growth and health of your team. So make sure you're conscious and cognizant of that. Then you got to think about what each person needs to be successful from an environmental standpoint and shape and craft it for each individual's needs. Using the farming example, corn doesn't grow in all types of soil and neither do tomatoes so if you have a corn employee make sure you put them in the right environment for them to be successful don't treat a corn employee like a tomato employee it's not gonna work out it doesn't work out in real life when you have actual plants like that people are no different and you're you, when you say it out loud it sounds so obvious right you're like well of course I'm not going to treat everybody the same but how often do we really treat people differently and instead of going well you're all like kind of the same demographic you're all kind of the same people group you all have the same things so all of you have the same needs and that's not necessarily true so you need to be understanding and you have to understand that people are fundamentally different down to their core and you need to be able to provide that environment and where they can be developed and that they can you know be the best of whatever they are at whatever level they 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 function at and oftentimes you want them to even go to the next level and that's called you know talent management talent development but we'll get to that in a a different episode but you got to make sure that we're in tune with the right things, making sure people have what they need. So how can we recognize where we are as leaders and where our empl- Well, if you have a pathway employee, it's not too late if you recognize where they are. You got to recognize that they're not in a place and you didn't give them the necessary tools and you didn't give them the necessary leadership. So you got to scoop them up, take them under your wing, put them in a positive place, give them the tools and the nutrients and the environment that they need to be successful, and then give them the positive feedback that they need in order to grow. If you notice that the shallow worker may be stalled out, they may need to be transplanted where they could do some more meaningful and difficult tasks and that's okay. So you gotta notice it though, like all things, Transplant it, right? And so when you transplant something, you have to give it more care. So when you take something out of one environment and you put it in another environment, you got to make sure, again, you give it the right tools, you give it the right nutrients in order for it to be able to grow and establish strong roots and reestablish those new roots and the new team and the new levels of responsibilities that you give it so that way it can grow and be more productive. Lastly, if you know there is a thorny or hostile workplace, sometimes you need to remove the negative or harsh aspects of that environment. And that may mean, like we said before, getting rid of the people that stifle the team and their productivity. And it's hard, but that's okay. You'll get through it. We all get through it. We all have to do hard things. And that's why we're leaders. We are called to do difficult things. But you got to make sure you remove those obstacles and those roadblocks and those things that are choking the life and the productivity out of those members of your team. Because if you don't do that, you're going to have a team that looks okay and looks fine, but it's not going to produce anything for you. And you're going to get frustrated as a leader because you're like, I don't understand why you're not producing. But you're missing the critical aspect of the workplace environment. Sometimes a hostile workplace environment is hard hard to see and oftentimes it's not but it's how you address it and how you move to change it is what becomes more important oftentimes we understand there's a a deficiency or something that needs to happen and we overlook it and we just kind of write it off you have to take action as a leader in all these aspects they all call for action they all call for Something that you need to do. And often it's taking the time and the energy and investing into the people that work with you. And that's a common theme that we have with this podcast. It's all about investing in the people about giving back to the people that are working with you. Oftentimes people think as leaders, well, it's about me, it's about my status, about my prestige, it's about where I came, it's about where I arrived, or well, I'm an executive now, or I'm a CEO now, or I'm a mid-level manager, or I'm a low-level manager, or hey, I just made team leader. It's not about you. It's about the people that work with you and being able to provide the best environment that you can and give them the necessary tools in order for them to thrive and do well. And like we talked about the transplanted plant, sometimes a plant will get too big and an employee will get so successful that they may have to leave the organization to go somewhere else where they can be replanted, grow roots and produce even better. And that's just a bigger um, result to your leadership. So don't take people leaving because they're becoming productive and they need more difficult tasks to do as a sign of you did something wrong. Sometimes that's maybe what they need and that's okay. So let them grow. Let them go be better. And they're always going to come back to you. I've never met a um, or encountered a situation where somebody that I've invested into got better. They had to leave because there was no room for growth. They still had some ambition. They left. They're able to take what I instilled in them and gave them as tools. They gave it to other people. And those other people grew. And then they became better. But always in the end they always come back and they always say thank you. And they always, and we still have a great working relationship. And then someday maybe I might work for them. And I would love to work for somebody who, um, you know, I used to mentor and and teaching coach and that would be a great, and to me, that's more of a, a, Hey, as a leader, I did a good thing and I gave back to the people. So, the big three takeaways of this episode is one, make sure that you understand the work environments that you're putting people into. Don't throw people out there without the right tools or training and say, here you go, I hope you survive. They're not going to make it. When you notice an employee who is doing well and looks like they're doing well, but they're just not producing at the right level, maybe you need to get put more into them. Maybe you need to transplant them somewhere else and give them some um, some more nutrients and tools so they can grow and establish you know, more roots and do bigger and better things. If you notice that there's a hostile work environment, Do something about it. Don't just take a look and go, man, that's bad. Sucks for those people working there. Do something about it. You're part of the problem if you do nothing about the problem. And lastly, for those people that are doing the right thing and you're putting the right energy and effort into it, maintain that. Acknowledge that you're doing right by that and they're doing right by that. But maintain it. Don't slack off on it. Because as soon as you go, oh, it's good. Guess what? Crops. And plants that are good can also wither off and die because you forget about them and you neglect them because you're like, oh, they're good. I don't need to put much into that. They're doing well. What happens is you neglect it. It turns out not to do well and then does worse because of your neglect. So don't neglect the good thing. Neglect never turns out good in the end. So always make sure you kind of do a full loop circle of when you're, you're taking on your leadership approach on this. When you're talking about positive workplace environments and the correct workplace environment for people. Recognize where people are. then come back to full circle. And if people are doing well, maintain what's going well. So that way they don't weather off and die. I want to thank you for listening to today's episode of Tim Stating the Obvious, where we talked about optimal workplace environment for employees to thrive and be productive. But before we end, I'd like to ask that if you could please subscribe, comment, and share this podcast, provide some feedback and help generate discussion on it. That's the reason why we do it. It's about the discussion. Secondly, If you haven't visited our Patreon site, I would love it if you'd stop by there and check it out and see how you can be a part of keeping the content going. If you've noticed we've had to remove some episodes, it's because we don't have enough server space and we're trying to uh, raise enough funds so that we can get unlimited server space. That way we won't have to delete some shows. Lastly, I'm very interested in hearing about your stories and your experiences to keep the discussion going. It's about you and how we can grow and share ideas together. If you don't know how to do that, our links are in in the below in the description uh, comment section down below click on that and see how you can give back and contribute and then make a comment again if you do comment or you have something else we will always respond back to you and and if you make a comment on the other three uh, platforms we'll definitely read it on the show and also talk about it briefly i really hope you enjoyed this show and this episode and come back for another one i'm tim Staten, stating the obvious